It is Monday, the 17th of September 2018, and this is episode 341 of Digital Outbox. Welcome to another episode. I am Chris and Ian is, as ever, here with me. Uh, good evening, Chris. I, I'm so tempted to swap in a bit of Daytona. We'll <laughs> just be listening to Sega tunes from the past. I'm just trying, trying to tell Ian how rubbish old games actually are. They're not at the class. We, we, are, we are in disagreement most of them are. I, I, I probably enjoy one of them. That's about it. I don't know which one that would be. I have to play them all to find out. Anyway, more modern stuff has been released by Apple this week. Bizarre. Uh, it was actually last week, wasn't it? So, it was. Um, Wednesday last week. We and I've not their... released anything yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so scrap all that. Apple's have come up with new stuff which they're going to sell us at some point. Uh, and they started off by telling us about the new Apple Watch, the Series 4. Well, I have to say, pretty much everything that we that had leaked before turned out to be true. So uh, there wasn't really much news here. But the new Series 4 is actually slightly thinner. Um, same form factor, but 30% bigger screen real estate, which is nice. It means they can fill it with lots of complications. Uh, yeah, um, so that, that greater than 30%. Actually, the slightly thinner is just than last year's. It's actually slightly thicker than my original one. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, but, but it's all fine. Yeah, you know. The... And although the screen is bigger because they're taking more to the edge, but the watch sizes have gone up ever so slightly. So instead of 38 and 42 mil, they're 40 and 44. Yeah, okay. So, and, and it doesn't sound much, but um, it's like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, one one thing it was good to see was them making more use of the screen because you know the screens that they the, the actual I mean when the actual display they were using for the watch itself was very standard, and you're thinking you're not really making full use of the fact this is a digital display you know high resolution and you could do whatever you like. They were very much watch focused, and it's nice to see them adding lots of customizable ability and loads of complications that you can you know choose which what you want to show and where. And they they did. In the demo that they showed, they they did cram a lot of information on one screen. It's quite clever. Yeah, and and the bit that's always frustrated me is, it's, I mean, it's a software screen, obviously, but you still get the minute hand covering the date, mm. and you look at it and go, "What? You're a bit of software? Show yeah. me the bloody date." <laughs> solve solve physical problems by software. You know, it's yeah, up, right. so I'll look don't, at it and I'll be like, yeah. "I can't see the date." Oh, Jesus! And, it, and it's I don't and it's first world problems, and I should it know is. the date. But, but for, and it's for no reason. In fact, it's worse than uh, hardware because you can't tilt it to see underneath, you know, as you could with a real exactly. one. Exactly, and that's the bit that I just think, come on, mm. yeah, anyway. solve solve little problems like that. Um, they've added haptic feedback to the digital crown. Um, uh, they've made the speaker louder and the, the microphone microphone better, um, and they've made improved reception as well so they kind of a step up everywhere there's new um chip to give two times performance they're saying up to two times performance uh better gyroscope and they're going to start using that for some quite funky stuff yeah so if, if you had a fall and i can only imagine that glasgow on a friday and saturday night is going to get lots of these but if you've had a fall <laughs> i shouldn't just say glasgow but i mean any 
Anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but basically, they're going to detect um, a fall now, and it'll give you an alert. And if you don't respond within a minute, it'll then automatically call the emergency services, which is actually, I think, pretty smart. I don't know whether that will... You know, is, is that a regional thing? I think it, it might be, because I... Like, they never, they never be interesting to know how quickly the police would say no we don't want this anymore if depending on whether there are false alarms you know yeah i think it's back to the i mean i'm guessing it's been very precise about the um it gives you an alert and if there's no movement because I, I guess if you started moving your arm it will reset that you know so it's not yeah, saying I'm, respond I'm thinking, to the alert it's just saying no movement and i and i'm, I'm and i obviously yeah also thinking you know, just throwing your phone, you know, throwing your watch down, you know, shouldn't trigger something. I guess they can detect whether you're still wearing it. Yes. Um, and, I, you know, whether turning over in the night and, you know, clobbering it on the on the sideboard but, and then just, you know, being asleep, therefore not moving. You know, these are the kind of things I think we might hear a story or two about. Maybe yeah. it was going to because it must be quite hard <laughs> to work out just from gyroscopic movement what was going on. But uh, certainly. But then I did. But they've had four years of. Like, um, you know, if you go out for a run and mm. it detects how many things and Fitbit are doing the same where they're all detecting things. So there's, yeah. there must be a lot of data that they can rely on. And it's not, well, it's not necessarily humans interpreting either, is it? It's actually now the machine learning. That's where AI comes in is just understanding, you know, this is that and that is that, you know, it's one of those things. But they are definitely pushing this kind of health benefits and, you know, because they're they're also doing, they, they've set up a system where you can do an ECG um electrocardiogram on by just using your watch now it's only valid in the us but it is actually a valid medical ecg according to the you know the, the demo that they gave um so they can tech check for arrhythmia and things like that as well um can check if your heart rate is too low um so it's just all these things are kind of pointing to how they they see this watch you know being that health device yeah it's health and fitness that, that i think after the first year then kind of Oh, a horrible term come up, double down. But they kind of did a reset and said it's health and fitness. You no, know, this, yeah. you know, this idea of it's a piece of jewellery and we're, you know, we're competing with, you know, the Rolexes of the world. You know, that's that's gone. You mm-hmm. know, and I think that's a good thing to drop all that. I mean, it was a probably a nice ambition, but you know, it just feels like they were stroking John, Johnny Ives' eagle. You know, for that <laughs> that that kind of stuff. Um, so the ECG, it was interesting to me. I've uh, uh, well, you know, I don't think I've said, but I've had you know a couple of you know worries about you know hearts and little collapse and getting things. And I've had a I've had a few ECGs done, and um, and so as soon as this popped up, I was like, wow, that is. And so for, I, I, and I guess just to cover it off, this is just taking two points. So it's got a sensor underneath on 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 your wrist, and then you touch the crown with your finger. So it's kind of taking two different points. Whereas an ECG takes twelve points. Yeah, and it's measured across the whole body. So there's a there's already been people digging it, but it's like give it a chance. You know, this is this is something sure. that has got massive potential. It's got to say it's got FDA approval in the US now. It says US only later this year now, and it's saying working hard to bring to other you know regions. I wonder whether that just means it will not even you know be offered as an option uh, for you to do um, in the UK. Until like, it gets that approval, yeah. My understanding is that it'll be enabled by software, so it will not. You you can't even you can't even measure it seemingly. You know? Yeah, so because it's not it, even. I, I, I guess they just don't until it's. They don't want to give it credence until the the authorities have had a look at it. But I would say having US um, sign off helps other you know regional air you know. 
yeah. health authorities to sort of Samsung, say, yeah, okay. Samsung similarly showed something similar four or five years ago and said, but but going through FDA approval and, and I've still not got it. Um, mm-hmm. So that it, it takes, I guess, it t- and there's pe- again, there's people poo-pooing it saying that there's only 500 people tested it and yeah, whatever, but, it's, data, you know, but that, that, that's, like you say, let's give it a chance. There's no yeah. point poo-pooing until we actually know. I mean, the, 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 heart, the heart stuff that's already in the watch, there was an article just a day or two before, so I guess this was sowing the seed from Apple, um, and, it's, and it was a it was a tech journalist and how he was always, he said he was never tied in with Apple. He floated between them and all that kind of thing. Got an Apple watch and actually during, remember we covered it, they were doing a health study in America, yeah. like a heart study, sorry. And um, through that that study, he actually got notified that she go and talk to a doctor, we've noticed some problems. Yeah. And lo and behold, um, an operation and a couple of bits later, he's now got a healthy heart. Um, and he's now a sworn, I will always have an Apple Watch. I will always be in that Apple ecosystem. And I guess that's there's there's, there's something there, but but they they seem to be the one that's that's kind of falling through on that more than a Google or a Samsung are doing right now. Let's um, you know, let's wait for the good and the bad to come from this. There will be some good. There will definitely be some bad as well. It's a false so positive, you know. So if if all of a sudden people are. I've taken an ECG and it reckons I'm ill and I'm going to an accident emergency. And they're like, it's not even the tough. false positives. It's the, you know, invalidated uh, insurance because, you know, you, you oh, knew yeah, that yeah. your Apple Watch had said this, that, and the other, and you didn't tell us kind of things like that. So, well, you, you know, wonder, it's... you wonder where it's going to go with things like insurance. You know, are you going to be monitored and they'll say, you know, they, are they going to insist on you wearing? I mean, like in the, in cars, you're now encouraged to, you know, discounted premium if you have a dash cam, things like that. Or, or travel along with you, you know, this car monitoring systems. So, are you going to get incentivized for wearing something like an Apple Watch and get lower insurance premiums because of it? It's, it's already the case. I was just googling this as soon as you mentioned it. Um, so, you get an Apple Watch for twenty five dollars, um, and it was that one of the insurance firms, um, basically saying, "Well, there's a partnership, and they will give you the you know, the watch plus some monitoring, but but then that then affects." That much premium. Premium. and and also what you're covered probably like your premium will go up if they detect something bad i mean it's, yeah, it's yeah. like i say it's their advantage and disadvantage isn't it that's yeah. the thing well it's like as you said the bad driver stuff in the cars yeah you know I think if i put one in my premium would maybe, maybe go up a wee bit <laughs> <laughs> the battery life they've managed to keep the same um, as the previous watches and finishes are the same so you can have silver gold space gray but they've added stainless and gold stainless to their um to their repertoire you can keep all your bands and any watch straps that you've been using so far they will still work with the latest version uh, they've done some work to optimize for nike plus so that's keeping along that kind of um uh you know health and fitness and running all that kind of stuff uh and they've added hey you can have a reflective yarn on one of your um watch straps just for visibility they've also kept the prices i think are they the same prices oh, they've gone up okay how much because it's not that dissimilar so it's a hundred hundred pound. Okay, so, so it is so, quite a lot more. So money GPS, then. I think the old one was three. Was that the one that was three hundred, and cellular uh, was four, and it's now so it's now four hundred five hundred. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now I think when I don't think we've ever moaned about the Apple Watch price. I think it's always been about right. Now this has taken a step up, but what I would say is, having been in the fitness watch market, and I'm wearing a you know a garmin um, one of their forerunner devices and and you know i think i ended up paying 600 quid it was a which for the heart with the heart monitor as well um so yeah exactly and then so it kind of opens your eyes that it's actually 
it is an amazing product for that price um you know and easily good enough for you i think you you said you're going to order we have ordered. i have so I, I i still had my series zero so i've not updated for for four years and um, battery life's awful i mean i've just had to run out the room and, and stick on for charge which is the first time it's done that in sort of two three months which usually yeah. means i need to reboot it so some little bug somewhere something's, yeah something's memory eaten. leaking yeah yeah um and watch os 5 which comes out tonight um doesn't work on that that generation but just for yeah. the battery life alone, I was waiting for, I, I was convinced that, or I thought it was maybe last year it didn't happen, that there would be some sort of change in form factor. Didn't think it would go round or anything. I just thought they're going to do something. Something's got to give. Um, so so just, the, you know, when we saw the photos leaked, it was like, yeah, that's that's an upgrade for me. And uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So I've picked up a, um, I was swithering about the cellular stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'll probably do whatnot. So if I'm... I'm not tied to the phone anymore and I can still... It's nice to have the detachment, although in reality, the number of times you are detached from your phone is probably going to be zero. You know, that, that's the reality of it. It's, I mean, I'm doing do a lot more walking and, and when I'm doing that walking, not having to have the phone, it's just one I just thing. can't believe that you wouldn't have the phone in your pocket, you know? Um, and that's and that's maybe true, but see, I'll be trying it as soon as I get the watch just to see is like, am I inconvenienced in any way? And I don't, if, if I'm not, perfect. If you were doing lake swimming surfing and things like that then i can see the benefit but if if you know like okay maybe you can use your watch as a phone replacement i just don't see that happening in in reality but at the end of the day it's a nice tech to have and and if you've got the extra um cash sitting there why wouldn't you just go for the top of the range get all the features uh, and just go for it. So the, I, the thing I, I didn't go was for. I mean, I've kept the, the aluminium, as yeah. as some young would say. Um, Shaq, he's ordered the stainless. He just likes a better finish, but it's an extra two hundred pounds. It was that's, like, that's an, that's an awful lot of money just for a bit of shine. And it's and it feels like. I mean, I said to him, well, well, it's three years, and you upgraded. He said, oh, over two years. And I was like, oh, that's a lot of money then. It just feels it. But then it's if if you're going to wear it all the time, you know, and yeah. you, you know, it looks like I say, it's not a bad value thing. I don't think I'd have. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a bling person. But if you like that kind of bling and the surface and finishes are really important to you, then why not? Um, yeah, okay. And yeah, I can't even remember the point I was going to make. So we'll you know, we'll wait and see what you say when you get yeah, hold I'm, of it. Yeah, I'm So some of the watch faces look a bit garish, but the, the those extra complications. I that's you know information. Give me the information. I want give it to me quick. I know what I was going to ask. Are you going to keep your this series zero as a potential collector's item? Are you going to sell it? Um, to be honest, I think if I sold it, I'd only get 50, 60 quid anyway. It's, yes. We'll see. I'll decide I'll decide next few days what I'm going to do. And the watch, it, it, so when I ordered on Friday morning, I, mean, it's, I ordered as quickly as I could and it was already it was out by a week. So it'll be yeah. middle of next week to the end of next week that it comes through. Um, and even then, I'm still swithering whether I've ordered. So I've, so I've ordered a 44 and, I, and, and the 40, the screen's as big as the forty-two, so it's it's like maybe I should have stuck. Maybe I should have went forty, but I'll check in the shop on Friday. They'll go in the yeah. shop Friday. And yeah, guys, go and try it. Worst comes to worst, cancel it and get something else. You know, it's not it's not a disaster. It wasn't all watch. We had lots of iPhones to talk about as well. Um, so their new model is the Ten S. Well, it is the XS, but it's. I think XS has too many negative connotations. So, so, anyway, it's the so just on that, their naming is just a mess. I think. I yeah, just. Okay. I, I thought the same last year when it was like the iPhone. I can't not see X. But if, effectively, we have the 10s, we have the 10s Max, and then we also have the 10R. So that, that's the three. They're the three models. So the 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 10s 
is the kind of top of the range model the max is a slightly bigger version of that top of the range model and the r is a cut down version where they were at pains to say that we have nearly all the features but it's got an lcd screen rather than oled screen basically um but let's go for the let's have a look through the 10s um the things they told us about it's, it's very incremental as you'd expect but i mean they, they still add up to being pretty spectacular design you know devices really um so they upgraded the glass very durable they've done the, the same three finishes um they yep they can now go underwater for two meters and and have and up to 30 minutes so pretty much dropping or any kind of accident around the home is going to be catered for and covered um the display they've you know they're, they're touting it as their best ever um the the screen's bigger even though the form factor is the same size as the previous so they're, they're making more use of the space i think oh is so, that ex- compared to the um yeah so the 10 the, the 10s is the same size as the 10 so even it's if a screen a case, yeah and the screen's even the same size because it goes yeah, like they're, really they're, edgy, they're almost fine. exactly the same phone apart from the innards yeah fine um there's a slight little change i think in the bands where the you know they get their you know antenna and stuff like yeah. that whereas the 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 10s max which and, and, and even because even i saw the rumor about and i know i'm not obsessed with the names but we've seen i saw the rumor about max it was like but they make something called a mac surely they're not going to have a phone called max and they have yeah they have it feels like an android phone from 10 years ago <laughs> you know like motorola we've brought out the something some max the yeah and so the and the max so yeah it's got the bigger the bigger screen um, and it is, you know, it's a considerable size phone, really. Um, they've got better stereo. They reckon it's wider stereo field, so you're going to get better sound out of it. Everything's faster. They've got a new A12 Bionic chip in there, um, which is so the sorry, the, the, yeah, the A12 Bionic, so seven nanometer chip, which people have been working towards for a while. So it is quite a big thing that they've they've come up and, and nailed that. Um, Six point nine billion transistors on that chip, it's which just- is mind it's it's ridiculous what is now what is now in a phone yeah i know and and they've um they've also added a a separate uh ai core into that so they um neural engine so they they can actually specifically have a core just to to you know process all of that kind of computer intelligence and you know, ai basically um gpu is 50 percent faster again um and they yeah bigger storage or no storage up to 512 gig um you get ios 12 with the new phone so everything's running faster and more spangly um the augmented reality is more impressive i guess because it's in a bigger form factor everything's quicker and can well work. i think i think the, the the thing that the demos showed after the event not that so much the demos at the show um, was people were, were launching, you know, side by side. And it and was, it was, just, it was, it was just hugely impressive. And I think mm-hmm. they're also saying that this neural engine, uh, you know, just compared to the, you know, the, the A11, comp- so like A11 was 6 billion operations and this is doing 5 trillion operations per second. And it's just like the step up in a year has made a big difference. Replace Cyberdyne networks with Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Replace, you know, Skynet with like yeah this this neural engine and and we have now released the terminators on the world you watch it 
Mark my words. Um, they did demos on screen about the new kind of performance. They did an Elder Scrolls demo, which that you know was incredibly. Um, when when you just sit back and think this is a phone running a game that looks you know that stunning, uh, so great. All I was thinking was stop wasting your time building an Elder Scrolls on a phone, which no one's <laughs> going to play. Let's build a proper one that everyone wants to play on their console. Um, they showed Home Court, which was a basketball training app, and this was completely. Um, sort of hardware other than the phone it was hardware independent and it showed just someone using the phone to analyze their training session at a basketball court so the, the phone recognized the basketball court recognized the markings on the floor knew where the hoop was knew where the person was followed the ball's flight path and could mark whether that you got a hoop or you didn't and uh, again just for a phone sat on a tripod effectively it was, it, it was, it was very clever deeply impressive because I mean, obviously it needs to know depth it needs to be the yeah. identification of what i'm looking at there was a coach in the field as well and it was ignoring them it was it was yeah. tracking the ball well um and it did seem to i mean obviously the demo <laughs> of course is going to work but uh i just you know who knows where that kind of um that that technology could be used and and, and to me so we saw that with home court and then there was a gallagher yard which is a a game demo and it looked again looked nice and it showed you the kind of shared experience so there's like two or three people can play the same game now and see the same visualization i, I still think this is like because we're using our phone just now because that's all we've got and um, it feels like this is a you know it might be two years away three years away some sort of you know glasses type thing is going to come from apple yeah, the addition of yeah, like that. I mean, we're still not. We the reason we haven't moved forward with this is because people kind of still not work out the privacy aspects around this. I think it's more than the technology aspects. I think it's the privacy around if you if you literally are, even if you're using your phone as the processor and but you're wearing this device, can you know what what are the ramifications? I don't think society's ready for it more than anything. Um, the Gallagher AR demo was impressive. I just thought, meh, you know, it's like you'll play it once. I think that's what I think ultimately people would use that as a demo and they'll just yeah, play yeah. it once. And where else are you really going to see that that kind of six people all just gathered around playing on their phones? I don't I, I don't see it, but maybe it will happen. Um, they've got a new camera system, a remarkable new camera system, which is exactly um, the same as the old one. It does look exactly the same as the old one, but basically, it's yep, yeah, you've got your twin um back cameras, you got a single one at the front now, the neural. Well, I was going to say, I think the only technical difference is I think the pixel depth um, it was bigger. Every, everything else is exactly the same. Um, I am sure, though, that they have added extra processing to that. They've said they've brought in the neural engine to have, help yes. with that. And, and they did show a very impressive demo of being able to adapt depth of field. So the phone and the, and the software needs to interpret. And I guess the depth field it gathers when it takes the photo interprets where the you know people are sitting in that photo and you can adjust the focal length and the aperture um post and it you know again the demos were very impressive on that i agreed although that was one i felt was you could probably have done that with the current one but it'll be slower well i think they proved that by the xr which we'll come on to later saying yeah. that a lot of those features are also available on the xr which means i would doubt that yeah it's anything other than software processing going on there um it reminded i can't remember there was a little cube camera that that captured a whole oh. ton of it captured a lot of light and you could then it was like almost a kickstarter type program it was a, um, a lateral something like that and it, it it caught all the light at once and then you could post-processing you could go and choose which you know which focal length you wanted to do and and this is software solving that problem yeah it's lateral yeah 
Poor little Lytro. <laughs> I don't think it ever, ever came to anything anyway. It was a funky idea, but this is now new technology catching up with that. Um, and they they impressively showed just how much photo processing goes on. So for you to take, a, say, an HDR image, they are taking an awful lot of photo material and combining it in an intelligent, artificial type, intelligence type way to make your photos be, you know, capture the right moment with the right exposure. It's taking, you know, overexposing, underexposing, you know, neutral exposing all at once and taking lots of different, you know, stills at the same time so it can pick the ones where everyone's eyes open all those kind of things it's very very clever stuff very clever stuff um yeah video, like got audio and stereo um it's got dual sim support so for some people that's that's important so the ability to have dual sims they've given you slightly more battery time um you know, and, uh, have they got new colours on the this one, or are we still the same? So uh, the colours, so the colours are there. So it's like the space grey, um, the silver, and the gold is a much deeper, more bronze type. So it's gold. just a tweak to the existing. Yeah, screen. but the, the gold did look very nice. It was like you know, that I would never get a gold phone. No, I'm the same. Um, Jack's like, oh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's just one of those. I think it looks nice. It's just not me. Yeah. So it's but, not. Yeah. It's not. It's not like. Uh, I'm not looking at it like like that. It looks like some cheap gypsy gold or something. It, it looked like a really nice, you know, finish on it. So when we covered off all of the 10s stuff, then they started talking about the 10R, and they were building this up very much as a you know this 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 phone nearly does everything that the the 10s does, and that's kind of how that it was always. It was not. I didn't find it apologetic. They were just trying to show you where it was similar rather than different. <laughs> from the phone uh the biggest difference is a 6.1 lcd screen edge to edge this time you know so it's it is a nice step up from their previous sort of lowerish model um they're calling it liquid retina because they're very impressed and proud of what they've produced with an lcd screen it, it is missing 3d touch um but but everything else they're kind of saying we either simulate or we do the same kind of thing with this phone as we do, have we've done with the the 10s um and I was thinking, wow, this is going to, they're going to blow me away on price here, you know, release this at $500 or something. And it's going to be like, wow, that's, that's a really nice option compared to the, I mean, the price starting price for the 10S uh, is $1,000 basically. Uh, and you're going to go up to $1,500 by the time you've got some of the, you know, you know maxed it out as it were. Um, but they came in and said, yeah, this is $750 for this, it's 10R and and then I suddenly wasn't impressed anymore. You know, okay, they're going to give you some more color options, but um, I, I almost saw this device then as a oh, that's just the device they're putting there to make people think. Well, I only need to spend another couple hundred quid to to get to the the 10S. Um, that's 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 strange. I saw it a completely different way. Okay, so um, it's so so I've always. I mean, I, I I was shocked actually when they did the 10R and it had like because I was expecting them to say it's got the E11 chip. Not the A12. Mm-hmm. I expect them to say it's like you know the camera's not as good, but it is. Apart from it's not a dual one; it's a single one. Um, I expect them to say the Face ID was last year's Face ID. No, it's this year's Face ID. It is a you are getting like a bang up to date phone. I think in some really good colours. The only difference seems to be that LCD screen. Yeah, that's that's what they told you about. I'm sure they will. When you get dig into the detail, there's probably some other things. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the bizarre thing is it's got a better battery life. So, and also, it's a bigger screen. So the weird thing is, it's like you've got the iPhone 10. I'm going to get all these names wrong now. iPhone 10s is 5.5. You've got the iPhone 10R is 6.1, and you've got the iPhone 10s Max is 6.6, 6, 6.5. Um, so the the iPhone 10R, which is not out until this time next month, so it's four weeks away, is actually a bigger phone than the 10s. I wonder how mm. many people are just going to look at it and go, so it's cheaper but bigger? I'll have that. Yeah, and I guess the other thing which just kind of sprung to my mind is this this is one of the, this is going to be the device that every time they do another announcement, they say we can drop this price now for another 50. This is, I think this they've future-proofed a device which is slightly lower level and they know in a year's time they're going to be able to start selling this for $600 and then maybe in two years' time, $500 and the product will still remain valid because it will still be able to and capable of running all their latest software um, at that point. Um, so maybe that maybe they future-proofed it. They It's a bit expensive to start with, but actually this is the one that they will drop and it will be the prices will start dropping quite quick. So I think uh, maybe. I, I think you you touched on something there. Uh, everything is expensive, you know. So and I I, mean, I know I paid a lot of money last year for the phone. I won't be upgrading this year because um, there's not much changing. But I mean, if you want an iPhone 10s Max at 512 gig, it's fourteen hundred and forty nine yeah, pounds. Such a lot of money. But then again, you, again you take the step back and you say the processing power in that is far far greater than a a laptop. Um, and the laptop, the I, you know, the technology involved in a laptop is not as difficult as it is to get the technology into a phone. So, in fact, when you take that stance, you know, and if you view your phone like like a, you know, that kind of powerful device, it's really not that bad. I think you you came out of the 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 talk feeling oh, just incremental, nothing there for me except for the phone, which I was other the uh, watch, which I'm going to get anyway. Um, whereas I kind of, I think maybe I've just been beaten into submission of all these things are going to be incremental. They're not going to have that big moment. It's just incremental. And like, again, take that step back and what they're producing is still, I think, the best phone on the market. Yeah, uh, no, you're, you're right. It's just, I think last year you saw, what was it, 8s came out and then the iPhone 10 was that kind of big jump. There was lots of new things. Face ID was new. The edge to edge was new, no home button. There was a number of different things that I did, the dual camera. There's lots of things that, that I felt was like, whoa, that's a real step up. Whereas it's 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 an S. I mean, they've called it an S for a reason. You know, it's the yeah, usual yeah. Apple, you know. Second year generation, you know, the, what the device should have been to yeah. start with. <laughs> I mean, it's, don't get, I mean, the devices look to be phenomenal devices. Yeah. I mean, if you've, I mean it's, so straight away is that there's a couple of guys that are work that were just like instant buy, you know, because they hadn't updated last year. Yeah. Um, just the way the years worked out with upgrades and, and this was like, you know, and they're going to get a great device this Friday. You know, it's like an amazing and device. I guess, uh, and I guess as buyers, that, that's that's the difference, isn't it? You're not in that cycle you jumped last year and maybe yeah. maybe Apple know that and actually do work to the two-year cycle for most users and therefore uh, you, your your interest wanes and it peaks as things change. Yeah. The interesting thing will be next year because this phone is performing so well. I do wonder about a third year. Mm. And I know I'm yeah. not a normal, you know, I know there's lots of normal people will be saying like, what do you mean, you know, you surely you you update, you know, every three or four years. And I'm, I've been every year, mostly apart from like once. Yeah. 
gosh, what happened that year? Um, they did money. cover a, they did couple of, <laughs> <laughs> they covered a couple of little minor things. So HomePod, they're going to have multiple timers. You can search lyrics, ping your devices, Siri shortcut support, TVOS, Dolby Atmos. They're going to bring um, to TVOS. Um, Mojave is due on September twenty fourth. Um, blah blah blah. So Wait. so a couple of other things. So iOS twelve comes out now, so it's it's available for download now. Um, alongside the HomePod update, the TVOS update, um, so you know, get updating. Um, and I guess that they didn't they didn't cover too much about iOS twelve, but um, the big thing seems to be Siri shortcuts, which is so they bought a tool called Workflow, which actually chained together lots. This of is yeah, commands. this is all the chained together commands, isn't it? So you and could I'm bring seeing... them to four in the, under one command, you could then chain a whole ton of stuff like, yep. oh, I'm you know, hey Siri, I'm home, and it would do all the things that yeah, you wanted or... to do. I mean, so so uh, MacStories.net for Federico, Federico Vitici is has always been very hot on, um, you know, iOS as his main platform, not Mac, even though his website's Mac Stories. Um, but the whole the, the amount of stuff that he's managed to chain together in workflow, and he's now been running the beta for. Um, he had to be an Apple developer to get the beta for. Um, shortcuts and um, so that's now available tonight so i'm lo- really looking forward to digging into that because a geek's I use, delight well i use workflow for a number of things so so even my weekly blogs that i do are all triggered from workflows now and they just save so much time and um, we've got a little you know little little things downloading to you know dropbox text files and then it gets i run some scripts to clean it all up and automatically publish that to wordpress and i just need to add add some bits and pieces and i'm i'm good to go so there's little things like that where um, so there was a, a really good example where he was like, you know, hey Siri, give him a give him a warning brief, and um, and it and it, it chained a number of things like today's weather's this, the tech news is this, um, you know, you know, and there's a number of different things that he's interested in. And it just read it all out. Yeah. I thought that's so it, yeah. really nice. You know, we see things like that on on those you know Amazons and and Google Homes, yeah. but I guess this is because you can personalize it now, so you can yeah. really get dig into what you think is your important daily stuff. Yeah. It was good to know that Mac um, um, Mojave is coming next week. Um, there's no new Macs, there's no new iPads, so there's there's rumoured for a, either press releases or maybe an October show from Apple. Um, and so the shocker, no air power. So air power was demoed a year ago. They said it was coming soon. Then it was coming 2018. Then it was coming late 2018. And it's been wiped from the website now. I think, and the rumour seems to be it's bust. So seemingly they were they just couldn't get it to thermally work, and lots of engineers at Apple have said you will not get this to work, and they've been proven right. Um, so even in the video at the start, so so and I'd missed Tim Cook tweeting, and um, but he tweeted with ten minutes to go before the show, saying somebody somebody bring it to me, and people were going, oh Tim's had a DM fail, <laughs> you know it's like like. And then the tweet got deleted, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, it's had a DM fail." But then the two minute video at the start was an Apple employee bringing him the clicker. Um, but during that demo video, which I was a bit poor, but during that demo video, it looked like she was using um, a new version of AirPods because it responded to Siri. There was no watch in view. They focused on her face, and she was like, hey, Siri, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's a new AirPods. And you're thinking there's new AirPods coming, and there was nothing. Yeah. So, because it, it felt quite a short show for an iOS I know. quite impl- <laughs> I thought it was still quite long. <laughs> it, 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 all these things are long. 
you know, they went on about there's a 15 minutes on sustainability, and it's like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's you know we we think that, but actually, I think that is an important part. Of, it is important. You know, it is important because it's a bit the, self-congratulatory, but yeah, yeah. And, but know, the first there, four, well, first four or five years, Greenpeace used they to could, hammer them. But they could probably solve a lot of um, world problems if they used their huge pile of cash to actually solve some of these things <laughs> rather than just make their own stuff a little bit more. And speaking of cash, to me, this was all about the, the cheapest iPhone is now 750 to 700. You know, it's just the, the, the watches are all creeping up. up. Everything's just creeping up. But doesn't and that's not that's not necessarily normal either. Um you know, we, every, they they usually throw a bone, don't they? They usually throw a bone of you know, oh yeah, we're just going to put something cheap for you so for the for the people who can't for the paupers who can't think, afford all this. So there was a, there was one smart guy on Twitter that said, "This is them hiding that that ultimately smartphones are going to slow down sales wise. You know, they're reaching a they, you know they've saturated the market, especially when you compare it to Android type devices. They've saturated what they can get, and um, they're really just selling to." existing apple customers now yeah. and the odd you know few i think so revenue you, go through increasing prices rather yeah than and i think numbers. if the health stuff comes from the watch you might see people saying oh well if i'm going to get a watch i need to jump in ios yeah um, but this seemed to be more of a just just pump the price up a little bit um, oh and one other thing the iphone se which was a little smaller one killed yeah um, and and so one of the guys at work is like i'm going to go to android I do not like big phones. I am yeah. not, you know, and he saw, he looked and at mine. And that SE was arguably, you know, it's a really nice phone as well. It's, but it was. I, I, I think that's the one my, my folks went for. And because it gave them everything they wanted in that form, you could actually fit it in your yes. pocket. No, and that's the thing. So he saw the, the iPhone 10 that I've got and he was like, no, I see that is too big a phone. I do not want that. And um, he says, I'll go and find a small Android device then. And, have... and, and he, he, he says, I hate Android as well, but I'm not. I'm not moving to a bigger phone. I certainly don't hate Android, but I am certainly thinking about getting a small phone again. I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast that next time I don't, I just don't enjoy that. But I, I, you know, there's very few applications I need that big form factor for. And, and really it just bugs me. So yeah, might well do that. Let's um, quickly rattle through some other stuff that's been going on. The first one we are going to keep with Apple though. Um, The, the, in fact, it's not really Apple, but they've removed um, some like security software from, I say some third party security software add-ons from their app store because there was uh, an allegation that they were taking browser data and sending it to an unknown Chinese um, server. And this was, Doctor Cleanup, Doctor Antivirus, and App Uninstall, all made by Trend Micro. So they were removed. They've since removed that feature. They say it's all benign. That they were just checking that they haven't been suffered from ad adware or something like that. Pre, you know, recently. Um, and yeah, they they kind of they have removed the functionality, but said, look, look we're we're sorry that you've got a bit alarmed by this, but we're not doing anything bad. Uh, yeah. And it was bad enough, obviously, for Apple to take action. So there must have been something that they they also weren't that comfortable about. Yeah, time. I think I think as, especially as Apple, you know, the whole the whole move, especially in the Mac to the App Store. So that so the iPhone or sorry, iOS has always had an App Store, but this whole move has been quite controversial because it's you know the amount of sandboxing that app developers have had to do has, has meant you know it's just been too hard. You know, there's been too many apps where it's been too hard to do, and. Mojave will be interesting next week because there's a it's there's almost a Vista moment coming now for Mac where they're they're asking for a set of permissions that you're like, am I going to get this every time I run mm. this? Remember Vista when it came out it was like every time you did things Bloop. it was like, Bloop. you need to say okay, Bloop. you need to say okay, and it was like, come on, there's 
there are yeah, but, better I mean, ways of doing this. I, you know, they, we still. You know, I don't think there are any better ways. As in, they still do that, don't they? Every time you install an app, now you still get all those permissions things, and they're often multiple screens. I, so. I don't mind the initial permissions. To me, my memory of Vista was it was continually doing it, so it wasn't just a one-off. It was like it was every time you wanted to get the to the t- control panel and stuff like that. But yeah. then again, it is a very secure model, so you know. Mm. Shut up, you mate. Mm. <laughs> um, the um, European Court of Human Rights has, has um, ruled on UK's mass surveillance regime. So lots of human rights organisations did take the UK government to court over um, their bulk collection of data. And we have had some rulings back. I think there were three points raised across various different areas of you know them just this is all goes back to the time when Ed, Ed Snowden did a whistleblower and, and said, look, UK are collecting all this data and they're doing it illegally. Um, and then, yeah, this, what it turns out is that yes, actually some of those areas of their collection was illegal, especially where they were just collecting, you know, citizen data um, with no actual um, aim to use that data in any particular way. It was just, it was just completely blanket. Uh, they said that did infringe on people's human rights. Um, but in other places, in a couple of other points that were being raised by these organisations, they said they may have been clo- you know, sailing close to the wind, um, but they actually were were generally not stepping over the line, although on, on occasion they did feel that they had. Um, so it's, you know, it's not it's it's good and bad news on that front. So what what comes out of this? Who knows? I mean. <laughs> I don't know what it ultimately all means. Uh, it does mean that they were doing things illegally. Uh, whether it actually is going to lead to change, I doubt that somehow. Yeah, I mean, it's just been the thing all along because there's been lots of, you know, I never mind the kind of privacy groups, but there are lots of legal experts saying what they're doing is illegal. Um, and then there's been this whole thing alongside Brexit where, where you know, it's like, you know, see when I hear the government saying we want to come out of the European Court of Human Rights. And it's like, is it for these kind of reasons? Yeah, maybe it is. You know, so it's not the. So everybody's saying, well, you know, you know, you helped form these things. You can't come out of them. But there's there's definitely a, an agenda there that says we need to be able to do X, Y, and Z. You know, across our country boundaries, and we're not going to be told otherwise. When they talk talk about trying to maximise the opportunities, these are the kind of things that, you know, for positive and for negative. Um, that that's what they would like. They, you know, to retain sovereignty means that they don't have an oversight of another third party body who is there to, you know, give balance, I guess. You know, so once you lose these overarching organisations giving that balance, then, you know, there's nothing to, you know, in future, there will be no organisation that can look at the UK government spying um, and and, you know, tell them that they've been stepping over the line. So where do you where does that put us where you you like to think that we have some sort of moral boundaries, but I actually think that, that sometimes, you know, for reasons, those those moral boundaries do get eroded. And, and perhaps those reasons are really good reasons, you know, um, but not in every case. And say not having oversight is it doesn't seem like a, you know, a sensible way to go. And it's not just the European Court. I mean, it's, I mean there's, there's UK courts were fighting and, you know, against the government as well. So. It's as you say. It's it's hard to know what this changes, but you, you'd think something's got to go. <laughs> he yeah, says don't, in his don't, ivory don't, tower. Don't exactly. Don't don't let the whistleblowers out. Is is probably what is going to change because you know before you know if you think if if that whistleblower hadn't happened, then none of this would have ever come to light. This you know, and there and I, I think you know it just makes you think. Well, what else goes on that that we haven't been whistleblowed about? 
I don't I don't know how you turn whistleblower into various different future tense past tenses. Are they the unknown knowns or the unknown unknowns? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I know I know that I'm unknown about that knowing thing. I'm confused. Uh, Google is also fighting the uh, an extension of the right to for- be forgotten ruling. Um, this we talked about this ages ago. Um, so this was uh, some Italian bloke, was it? Um, Italian or Spanish? Saying uh, my old financial data, which still remains out on the internet and is showing up in Google search results when you search my name. It's no longer valid. It's costing me business. It's costing me reputation. I want that to be, I want that gone. Uh, It was a period of my life, yes, but it now is no longer valid and it's still affecting me unfairly. And the court did rule that, yes, that was unduly affecting him and his employability, his his right to um, run, you know, I I don't know if he was running a business and whatever. It It affected his life in an undue way. And they said, right, you need to Google, we need a, a facility to remove these kind of um, these things from your search results. They can still exist on the on the Internet, but we do not want you raising them to the top. And it was all a little bit uncomfortable at the time. And Google said, OK, well, for any European domain against our search engine, we will do that. So on .co.uk and on .it, if it was an Italian shop, I can't remember, we will remove the this, this thing. Um, there have been... Since that date, 700,000 requests to delete information um, across 2.7 million web addresses. Um, And Google has complied with about 44% of those requests. So I'm guessing the other ones they didn't think were justifiable. I mean, this is is where it all gets messy. It's it's, who decides what what this is. And at the moment, it's kind of Google trying to justify that. But it does seem like the, the ruling was not for Google just to remove these people from the different domains it looks like they may try and extend it to just globally apply which is where the the intent of the original ruling was in the first place um what happens if google doesn't comply with this uh, you know who knows yet i mean effectively that would mean that they are illegally operating in a country if they, if they if they don't do this globally um I, it still sits um fairly uncomfortably i do understand why there is that requirement for and you know people's lives are being uh, you know affected but also it does people are using it to hide away things that you know they just don't want people knowing about and actually maybe in the public interest at times um so again pluses and minuses well i remember that was a debate at the time you know so you could take it that if i've you know if i've been you know if i've went bankrupt you know do i want people knowing about that five years time when i'm out of my bankruptcy if i've been you know if i've i don't know been I don't know, rape charge against me or was in the news for something like that. If I was a, you know, right-wing extremist or a left-wing, you know, extremist, you know, would I want that known? You know, and it becomes really difficult because we also talked about there's an age thing, you know, mm-hmm. so there's things that you maybe do as like, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-old that, that see by the time you're 23, 24. Is that you anymore? F- is that, you know, is that yeah. really what you represent now? Exactly. You, you know, are people allowed to change? These are all new difficulties that social media and the online world bring that we've never had to face before because naturally over time things fade and recollections yep. disappear. Whereas the internet doesn't allow that same fading and doesn't allow that same, you know, loss of data. It stays permanently. So, if you're a 16 year old and you say something crass or uh, you know unresponsible on Twitter, 
that now sticks with that 16 year old all the way through their life and we're still like just <laughs> just a weird example i saw on uh, there was a news story about some one of the new big brother contestants just being chucked out of the house for a tweet yep. they sent um again i don't think that you know in the past that would never have happened because it would have faded into the past and you can argue that you know like the person i was at 16 is not the person i am now yeah, because I was going to say so. There's a you know there's a uh, SNP MP up here, Mary Black, who was the youngest MP. I think she was only 21, and all the the I guess the the against SNP, so they're not the non you know more stick with the union that kind of paper. They all dug up her old tweets. Yeah, and she was like, yeah, you know, I, I said things that I regret now, but that's that's who I was at the time. And and you change. And and I read the article about because the, the one you're talking about, Big Brother, she's from mm. I think she's from around Glasgow. I don't know if she is from Glasgow. Um, she said a couple of pretty, pretty, you know, daft, pretty nasty things, um, and not only she kicked out, but I think she got a job at McDonald's and they're they're reviewing her. St- and it's like, but if you if you did that for every employee, you'd, yeah. you'd find an awful lot of people getting paid off. I think. And that's yeah, and that is um, yeah, so and that's the whole it, basis of this whole yeah, argument. Yeah, but but I guess the point I'm making just become it comes just because so McDonald's just because it's become a news story. It now looks like you're going to take some action. So, you know, surely she can then say, "Well, hold on, you've got all these other, you know, there's a." If you start doing this, you know, if employees are then asked to make the same call that Google's been asked to make, and I guess that was always the thing that we were debating. Google's been asked to almost arbitrate and whether they believe they are just reporting on something that's in the public interest or not. And clearly, there's a, I mean, seven hundred thousand requests is quite a number in four years. Yeah, and you know that the people who are really desperate to get rid of their records are the people that have got bad records and have something to hide as well. So that's the kind of thing, is it? The the everyday person's not going to be using it. There there must be a reason for doing that. Yeah, I, it's it's a real toughie. It's a it's a problem of our time, and I'm sure it will get resolved. There is a medium ground somewhere. I am sure. Um, yeah, we'll see what comes out of that. Um, inbox by gmail is disappearing so this was their kind of experimental platform i, I can't remember whether they bought up another company that, to do this or whether it was just put their own thing but anyway all of the features pretty much that were in their inbox product is now implemented into the new gmail that ever that's been rolled out um, and so yet yeah, they are gonna um, shutter the the old inbox um, yeah, which I, I, I was like, yeah, I thought, well, they've moved. Most of it now appears in the main Gmail app. Um, and what, what it is, is people, mo- the most moans I saw were people saying, well, I've got two different accounts, uh, you know, like a work and a private account, and seeing when they're switching in the Gmail app's really poor. So they used Inbox as their personal one or their work one. And it just feels like, they're like why? Why are you doing this? But Google have always killed, you know, they've yeah. never... You know, if, I mean, Google Reader still think Google Reader was a was a, a massive loss, but at the yeah. same time, you know, there was another sort of eight or nine services came up in its place, um, probably better ones as well. Yep. Um, yeah, and it sounds like they're going to be doing more experimental stuff in the main Gmail app, and maybe they've put the the foundations in place to allow that you know switching to happen a lot better. So, yeah, we'll see. Microsoft has been. <laughs> doing some weird stuff while it's a customer facing program so this is so if you're a what do, what do they call them um insiders if you're on their insider program they've been doing a thing where if it, it detects you're downloading chrome or firefox it it just sends a pop-up that says hey yeah, we've already got edge on this computer what are you doing edge is better edge is more safe and, and faster don't be using that chrome or, or firefox anyway um Turns out this this hasn't been put forward to the full you know release onto Windows 10, but it's interesting they're doing it inside of their insiders program. 
don't do this Microsoft. You know, it's, <laughs> so it's like arsy. it's just like this 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 is like the old Bammer Microsoft where they would be like, see if we can't be better than somebody, we'll stop somebody competing. We'll we'll disadvantage a competitor with the biggest behemoth you're installing on a Microsoft platform, you will use our software. Don't do this. You know, it's like that's that sucks. I don't, I don't think they ultimately will, but I did think it was an interesting state of mind oh, to even put it in the insiders program. It's like it's like this should have been trialed like proper insiders as in Microsoft only, <laughs> rather than it coming out and being in like BBC. It News. was only a small number of people. So, yeah, yeah, but, but it's always yeah. come on. It's not the first time I've done it, but they are now small enough, probably in in stake, that they can do these kind of things now, rather than before when they couldn't because they were the monopoly. Hmm. Switch Online has been turned on. No, it's going to be turned on tomorrow. Um, So this is the paid-for Nintendo Switch Online service. So up until now, any games that have had online features were were free to use. Uh, They are now doing a paid service, which is going to come with, obviously, some benefits, uh, including access to a games repertoire, I believe. Um, And, yeah, that's coming online tomorrow. Um, Interestingly, a game like Fortnite, which are free to play, there was always a worry that, oh, hang on, to play Fortnite on Switch, then I'm going to have to subscribe. Um, And they have come forward and said, nope, we have got exceptions in place. So if you do want to play Fortnite on the Switch, you will not have to play the subscription to, to do that. Mm. <laughs> are you going to mm. pay for it um probably not no i don't think <laughs> you know there's, there's, i don't know what the sort of their entertainment system game lineup is that they're going to include as, as part of this package deal but but i you know at the moment i'm not playing the switch much anyway so you know what's the point switch has ended up for me lots of kind of single player play on the switch kind of experiences not multiplayer not very you know, nintendo basically yeah i was going to pick up rocket league and i was like i've got it for the other two big consoles why yeah, you know and and then mario kart i had a, a few online it was fine but nothing nothing would have thought yeah. you know barman sucked <laughs> so yeah so was it too laggy yeah just and it's all those little things uh maybe maybe the service will actually mean that something like bomb man is more viable again because they could potentially offer a bit more dedicated um hardware behind the scenes or whatever um but anyway yeah it's coming online and we'll see whether it rocks the world and their their, their implementation has already been a bit slagged off hasn't it because it's not ideal it hasn't got voice integrated you have to go through a phone app and it's all yeah. a little bit weird interface it all feels very hacky feels very nintendo as you said <laughs> Like it's like the friend request by number, all those kind of things. It, it reminds They've me They've not of, got a good history. Yeah, and it reminds me of like Xbox Live nailing it almost out the gate, being really solid, and then Sony were like, "We're here." And in PS3, it was really still pretty bad. It, it was, was like, terrible. But then again, at the time, we always said it was like, "Oh, that was so quiet on PlayStation. No one uses a headset because it doesn't have an integrated one." But then again, we go into games now and we never talk. And in fact, when you go into a game and stay in game chat, it is just deathly quiet even though everyone's got a microphone it's just there's nothing goes on there's no i must admit I, I tried battlefield beta without um without the like the party kind of thing How did and there that was go? lots of people being quite noisy yeah okay and i was like yeah um and also lots of different languages going on it was just like ah oh, this is annoying <laughs> blooming people not 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 coming over here speaking my language exactly <laughs> speaking your french uh, yeah, onions, garlic. <laughs> hoi, hoi, hoi. <laughs> uh, okay, that's the... Uh, we got to the end of the news. That's very good. Um, I would like to say I played, um, and I am playing, is it Hold Down? Was that your pick from last time? Yeah. I love it. It's brilliant. I, I told you. Yeah, it's good. 
good was it 399 something like that yeah like you said very simple idea um very but, well implemented but very sometimes addictive. incredibly frustrating sometimes incredibly satisfying yes and i must admit mines have been more of the frustrating than satisfying yeah you you go through periods and this I, i've got to basically each time the levels are different planets and i've got to a planet now which is just seemingly impossible so i'm gonna have to upgrade my uh my my ball firing capabilities anyway yeah if you hold down so i'll double i'll double that i'll say that's my pick this week we double picked it All right perfect nice got any other picks no we did give um did give the cod beater like a go oh yeah and it was uh... um it wasn't painful it wasn't as painful as other battle royales have been. Yeah. So that is for me. That is the biggest glowing endorsement you can ever get. Probably. Uh, the beta has been expended as well. Oh, okay. Until eight o'clock tonight. So. Right. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Let's extend it by two hours. <laughs> it's like that. That seems a bit daft. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. And well, there's lots of games coming up. So in the in the coming weeks and probably in about yeah. a month we'll have lots of game stuff that, that starts kicking in again um and I, I think for the podcast itself it's going to be a couple of weeks before we're back anyway i've got my racing to do in the meantime you've got your championship decider but it's yes. not just racing come on it's a it's a biggie so yeah i'm hopeful this year let's see what happens let's see anyway you can find out more about us digitaloutbox.com is our website info at digitaloutbox.com if you want to email us and we're on twitter as digital outbox uh i am on twitter as cheesy uk um my motor racing stuff academyracer.co.uk so i'll be putting up the sort of finale preview soon and then my running stuff is cheesy.blog um which i recently updated so where can we find you ian um ian.net and twitter i was just having a quick peek at games coming out and uh, so next week's FIFA, two weeks times Forza Horizon. Call of Duty is actually three weeks away. Okay. So that's actually earlier than I thought. Not not that far yet. Yeah. So you get um, a kind of like a three week run up to the next set of releases, I guess, on that. Uh, yeah. So because like, it's like November, it's November basically is when um, I think Battlefield comes out, and then so Red Dead's October twenty six. Yeah. FIFA is September twenty eighth. Call of Duty October twelfth. Um, Forza Horizon September 28th um, Battlefield they've pushed well out so it's November 20th uh, okay yep. um, Assassin's Creed if that's your thing October 5th Fallout 76 no date so, although it is definitely this year or they, they, certainly they were intending to do it in November maybe they've pushed that a little bit to, to and I the biggie, expect them the biggie that's actually clashing with um, Battlefield 5 I'm surprised it is Farming Simulator 19 <laughs> my goodness I don't know what's the decision to make yeah. to be honest I'd take the farming <laughs> <laughs> controversial uh, <sighs> I've seen you play not really yeah not really thank you very much for listening we will speak to you again in a couple of weeks goodbye to that Thank you.